What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And thank you for being here on the Million Dollar Mindset with me today. I have kind of a fun story to tell you, and uh, and so I thought I'd base today's show on on this little event in my life. So here we go. So last week was my sister's birthday, and uh, she is quite a bit older than me and living on a very, very limited income. So I sent her a little gift of cash for her birthday. It was a significant birthday. It was 65 or 66. I don't remember. Am I bad? Does that make me bad? Oh, goodness. Anyway, I sent her a little gift of cash, and, and she wrote me and she said, you know, this is so meaningful because I really wanted to go out for a steak dinner on my birthday and I just couldn't find the means. And now I can take myself out for a nice steak dinner and not feel guilty or like I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul or anything else. And she was so grateful. So she did that. Her birthday rolled around and and she went out to the restaurant and enjoyed her meal. And when she asked for the check, the server told her that the check had been taken care of, that, uh, you know, someone else had decided to pick it up for her and just said to have a wonderful day. Now, this stranger could not have known it was Eloise's birthday. There's there's no way. And um, she's not someone who would have shared that with the server. So I'm sure that wasn't passed along to anyone. It was just so random. And so she was able to take that money and go across the street to a bookstore. She loves bookstores. And and to spend that money on some books and to just enjoy the rest of her evening feeling like she could be in this bookstore and actually buy something. And that just is such a treasured story to me. But that's not it. So, So we have that wonderful act of paying it forward, that wonderful act of kindness going on. And Eloise definitely told the um, person who was seating at the restaurant that if they ever see the people again to please let them know how meaningful it was because it's her birthday and um, and that she would certainly pay it forward so now the next day I'm contacted by a friend who said you know (laughs) I was taking my last six dollars before payday and I decided to treat myself to a mocha at Starbucks which is a uh, a a rare scenario for her because she doesn't usually treat herself to um, to things that aren't healthy for her. So she decided to do that. And it was several days before payday. And she went up, you know, drove up to pay. And the Starbucks cashier said, your treat has been taken care of by the car in front of you. And it was a car of teenagers, four teenagers in this car who decided to pay for my friend's coffee. And she was just so moved. She was almost moved to tears because of the significance of that, 
being, you know, she has some unexpected expenses, big ones, large ones. And so the significance of that being her last few dollars before payday, uh, it just moved her to tears. And it, it was just such a wonderful story to hear. So then that's the second day. So then on the third day, I'm in my car listening to my favorite talk radio station. And what are they talking about? Paying it forward. <laughs> so they're talking about how on birthdays people like to break a hundred and and have five twenty dollar bills and randomly hand them out to strangers and different things that people like to do to pay it forward and just how wonderful it feels to not only be the recipient of these little acts of kindness but to actually be the person who's paying it forward. So I thought, wow, okay, three days in a row, this topic has come into my life strongly in a way that that really touched me, especially the first two. There's a message in this, and it's almost a week later, and I'm not quite sure what that message is yet, although I've been thinking about this paying it forward concept a lot. And I always do try to be part of that party, But it's really been on the forefront of my mind ever since then. And so I thought that that's what we would talk about today. We're here to explore the concept of kindness and most specifically paying it forward and what it can do for us, the givers, and what it can do for the receivers and what it can do for our businesses and what it can do for our community and even our global community. I think this is a really, really important topic because... There are a lot of things that we don't have control of in our world, okay? But this concept is something that we personally can contribute to that can have a global effect and really have an impact on the world. Now, the concept is old, the paying it forward. I mean, really, frankly, it comes from the Bible, okay? We're talking about tithing. Um, so, so it comes from the Bible. So it's a very old concept. But the phrase pay it forward, uh, we believe was coined by Lily Hardy Hammond in her 1916 book, In the Garden of Delight. I haven't read that book, but now that I've found that little tidbit, you bet I will, because that's just a kind of an enticing name, In the Garden of Delight. Ooh, what's that book about, huh? So I want to read that. So it's it's an expression for describing the, the beneficiary of a good deed, repaying it to others instead of the original benefactor, the person who did the good deed for them. You pay it on to someone else, okay? So instead of, instead of um, returning that dish to the neighbor who sent a casserole over, instead of returning it full, like the old tradition says, maybe you bake a casserole for someone else. But it's not always about waiting for someone to do something kind for you, We don't have to. We don't have to pay it forward in that way. We can just be grateful for life and pay it forward because we are. So to paint a little picture of this, I thought, it's like the concept of a viral video. Its life starts when the video is posted to YouTube. Somebody shares it through their social network or email, what have you. Their friends see it. Some of them share it with their friends. And this network of people just keeps getting larger and larger and larger. And then before you know it, friends end up using it as a conversation starter. Hey, have you seen that video? That really cool video everybody's talking about. And it ends up connecting people around the country or even the world. It's amazing. 
So the viral concept, the viral, uh, the ability of this to go viral is huge. It's absolutely huge. Those videos, I mean, you're seeing more and more of them on Facebook and you're hearing more and more people talk about them, just like you're hearing more and more people talk about paying it forward. Now, use the same concept of the viral video and apply it to kindness, to paying it forward. It's so powerful. And instead of repaying something, somebody for something they did for you, just use that energy to continue spreading the joy. It's easier than ever to connect people around the world than through kindness. All it takes is a couple of clicks of your mouse, right? Nowadays, it's just so darn easy. We aren't any longer restricted to our local community. The global community is right at our fingertips. So when you begin to think about it that way, impacting the world, this concept that the the potential of it, the size of it, the enormity of it all can really sink in. The, the impact of a small act of kindness can absolutely be profound, especially when it causes a chain reaction and spreads like that viral video does. If you can convince somebody else to pay it forward, it could start a conversation around the world, bringing people everywhere together. Okay, so this, this show is a great example. We get thousands and thousands of downloads here. Thousands of people are going to listen to this show, right? And uh, it's going to spark their or remind them of of this paying it forward concept like these reminders came to me and you're darn straight i'm i'm going to pay it forward more than i ever had because i feel like there's just such a message in this so it can go viral if kindness and joy can go viral the world will be a much better place filled with happier and healthier people and the people who are suffering or sad you know, it'll help them. And if you can help somebody in, in even a few seconds, well, then it's worth your time, isn't it? So we're going to talk about the personal and professional benefits of kindness today. And as we go through these benefits and ideas, I also want you to think about your own behavior, behavior in terms of receiving, okay? Because kindness is a two-way street, Okay, we have to be able to receive in order to give and for this to go on and on and on. So think about that. We're going to talk about a a little bit about why that is so critical to this. You know, think of this as a little ecosystem, right? I have a koi pond in my backyard and it's a little self-sustaining ecosystem. I feed the fish because I like to, because it's fun. It's fun to see them excitingly swim toward me and I get to check out their colors and how they've grown and everything. I do it for me, but they could exist on the algae in the water They have oxygen because the water's moving and because the water's filled with plants and they have babies and the frogs come and the, I even had a turtle end up back there somehow, I don't know, but the birds come to drink the water. It's amazing how this thousand gallons of cycling water has such an impact on my little tiny local piece of nature here. Well, it's the same thing with this law of circulation the flow of giving and receiving. We're going to touch on that more when we come back from this break. And while we're on break, I'd really like you to think about 
how you receive compliments, how you receive random gifts, how you receive random acts of kindness and what they mean to you, but not just what they mean to you, but, but also what's your attitude about them? Does it cause embarrassment? Do you feel like you have to immediately pay the person back? Do you fumble and say, no, 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 don't do that. Really, you don't, you don't need to do that. Well, then you're violating this law of circulation flow, the flow of giving and receiving. And, uh, you don't want to be a violator because you're really putting a, a wrench in the works when you do that. So we're going to talk more about that when we come back from this break. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mobile radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the ripe age of five. She was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mobile radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mobile radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And don't forget to check out my ink column this week. We're not talking about the column this week because it would be, for me, a little bit tricky to expand on it. But I found 10 absolutely amazing videos on the Internet that every entrepreneur must watch. And I think it's important to know that really just a few minutes here and there, a powerful video, a quote, 
um, you know, anything inspirational can help to shape your life and chart the direction of your business. And so there are some, some very cool videos on here. And if we have time at the end of the show, I'm not sure if we will, but if we do, I'm going to go through some of those and, um, and talk about why I love them so much. But uh, do check it out at inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A. So, law of circulation, the flow of giving and receiving. Now, I don't know, if if you're a regular listener to this show, you you may be very familiar with the fact that I like to talk about universal law, Um, or maybe you're already very familiar with all of the universal laws. And uh, I like this one. I think it's an important one for people to remember. They all are, but this, this is a standout. The law of circulation states that all things in the universe are always flowing in circulation, but in an ever-expanding rate. So if you can just visualize that circle just getting bigger and faster and bigger and faster, that's what's happening here. And what you give to one person, you will receive from a different source. And boy, do I know that personally to be true. I was thinking about this before the show today. I was thinking about where I'm particularly generous. And I think I'm really generous with my time in helping others, especially people who have businesses or especially people who are really holding themselves back because they have a mindset that limits them and um, they're not feeling good about themselves. And yes, I'm a coach. That's how I earn my living primarily, not exclusively, but primarily. But it's important for me, nonetheless, to be generous with my time in these these areas. And so I've thought about it and I've thought about how many amazing people, people like Jack Canfield, I mean, people, big name people who earn big bucks for their advice have reached out to me to help me in, in my times of need or not even in my times of need, but um, to offer inspirational thoughts and to give me, actually even give me blow by blow instructions on how to achieve something. And and so that act of kindness that that I've handed out to people on countless occasions of saying, okay, you know, I know you're not a client, but here's how I want to help you, or going above and beyond for my clients like I'm known to do, that comes back to me at least tenfold. So that's just one of the areas I'm thinking about where, you know, yeah, it always comes back to me at that ever-expanding rate. What you give to one person, you do receive from a different source. So now that doesn't mean that you give with the expectation of receiving back. That kind of defeats the whole purpose of, of kindness and puts a lot of ego behind it. But knowing that it will definitely come back to you multiplied from other resources is important. And, and uh, you know, it's sort of a... Sort of another driver for us, another reason, another motivator uh, for us to get out there and just be kind. It works according to the laws, laws of cause and effect where the universe always mirrors back to you whatever you do. Now, for you crabby people out there, for you people who, you know, like the guy I held the door for the other day and gave him a big smile and said good morning and he didn't even respond to me and he no, he wasn't on his cell phone, he wasn't doing anything, he just couldn't take the time to bother. Um, crabby, crabby, crabby. Well, that's what's going to come back to you. Uh, so remember, even 
even a smile on your face is an act of kindness because it helps others raise their own spirits. It can help to raise spirits. So that's important. So as we talk about ways that you can uh, perform these acts of kindness and such, I want you to pay attention to these things about yourself. It's important to notice how you respond to compliments, especially when they're sincere and valid, for instance. Do you downplay the compliment? Do you even decline it or ignore it? Gosh, you know, how often has that happened where you or someone you're giving a compliment uh, to says, oh, no, really, I look fat in this. Hey, Susie, oh, my gosh, you look stunning in that outfit. No, no, I don't. I look really fat. I know I look really fat. Isn't that horrible? That's horrible because it diminishes the other person and it diminishes you. So don't say something like, oh, really, it's nothing. Or, no, no, that's not true. Accept it. Just say thank you. That's all you have to do is say thank you. The reason why you do not accept other people's compliments about you is because you do not accept them about yourself. And you want to fake it until you are it. Okay? Learn to have complete self-acceptance so that you can look others in the eye and just say thank you. It's important to accept compliments since that's one of the things that allows others to give something to us. Because remember, compliments are kindness. Compliments count as paying it forward. Paying it forward, even though people think about it this way, it doesn't have to cost you a dime. It doesn't have to cost you anything except a little bit of your time and a little bit of thought and a little bit of kindness. These compliments count as paying it forward. Okay, how do, you, how do you do when you look at accepting something that's offered to you, something other than a compliment? If someone offers you a gift, take the gift. Say, thank you. If you're in a restaurant like my sister was and somebody wants to pay the bill, don't argue. Say, wow, that is so generous. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to say, I'll pay it forward, go ahead and say, I'll pay it forward. Okay? Just say thank you and allow that person to give to you. Give up your beliefs about accepting gifts from others. Forget about feeling vulnerable or about owing them something. And especially if you tend to think that you're undeserving or unworthy, that you don't deserve this gift, wow, okay, think about that. You've got some work to do and you want to feel deserving and you want to feel worthy because you're the person out there really putting a a wrench in this uh, this cycle, okay? You don't want to be that person. Don't decline a gift because you do not want to be affected by the law of reciprocity. So, When you refuse a gift from someone, you're not only blocking the flow of abundance in your own life, but you're also blocking the flow of abundance in that giver's life and in the life of other people. Reciprocity is a circle of giving, okay? Picture that. Just picture a big circle in your mind and and imagine the energy that flows along that circle, that energy of kindness, that energy of giving, that energy of paying it forward, and then boom, 
it comes to you. Your turn, your turn to accept. And boom, you say now. And the whole circle stops. It's, it's an incomplete circle. Now there's this big gap. Can it be picked up? Can it be, I don't want to even want to say repaired because that can't be repaired. It's energy that's been blocked. Now you can repair it in the future, but in that in that moment, in that act, it can't be repaired. And so, you know, yes, it can pick up momentum again. But, oh my gosh, why would you want to be that person? Don't break the flow. Think about it this way. If you wanted to give a gift, wouldn't you want someone to receive your gift? Remember, there can't be a giver without a receiver. Oh, I have all these gifts. I have all these gifts. I want to go out and give, give, give. I walk into an empty room. There's nobody there to receive them. Now, there are no gifts. There are just things, meaningless things. Whenever you accept a gift, know that you're helping yourself and the giver to complete the cycle of giving and receiving and that you're not a wrench in the wheel of the circle of reciprocity. Okay, so I've given you my lecture (laughs) about being deserving and about just letting your ego down long enough to accept someone else's kindness. And I want to talk about other benefits because I think that I think it's important that we don't just think about the the feel good moment, about the moment of, of being kind and that moment of giving and how it feels good. I really think it's important that we look at the big picture. And so that's what we're here doing today. So did you know that kindness is good for your health? Being kind to others is actually good for your health. And there's a ton of research to prove it. Research reveals that doing good deeds or acts of kindness can make socially anxious people feel better. So if you've got some anxious feelings about being out there in the world, and especially if you're a business owner, wow, does that put does that put a wrench in your business too? You know, I have several clients who are entrepreneurs and who don't want to be the face of their business. They'd rather be home behind a desk just kind of working because they feel anxious about getting out there in front of people. So imagine These acts of kindness that they could be out there providing to other people can help decrease that socially anxious behavior. So I'm going to cite a few studies because, I don't know, if you read my ink articles, you'll know that I love research and I love studies. So when we come back from this break, I'm going to cite some actual scientific research, mostly from university researchers, which is where most studies come from, right? And we're going to talk about how acts of kindness can actually improve your health, can actually improve your business, uh, it can improve your your mental health and how you feel about yourself. And the list goes on and on. Never mind what it does for others just for this moment. But once you see the specifics that I'm going to cite, you may be more willing to go out there and just be kind just in the beginning because, you know, as an experiment to see what it does for you. And then your circle of giving and receiving will grow and grow and grow and imagine the impact that that'll have. So you're here with me, Marla Tabaka. You know where to find me, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com and in social media on the same Marla Tabaka. There seems to be just one of us. I'd love to hear from you. 
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. This is God in Country. The Collision of Faith and Politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Okay, so by now, I hope I have you thinking about how you receive acts of kindness as well as how you can get out there and actually perform some acts of kindness. And these research, um, this, this research that I'm about to talk to, uh, talk about will hopefully help you even understand it at a greater level or know that you have to encompass, that you have to bring more of this into your life. So research reveals that doing good deeds or acts of kindness can make socially anxious people feel better. And um, we know that from the, the University of British Columbia we know that acts of kindness six times a week will help people who have high levels of social anxiety to decrease it. Okay, so the study they did, they had people do things like hold 
holding doors open for someone, doing chores for other people, donating to charity, buying lunch for a friend or even a stranger. And the researchers found that doing these nice things for people led to a significant increase in people's positive moods. It also led to an increase in relationship satisfaction and a decrease in social avoidance in socially anxious individuals. So being kind to others can actually lower your social anxiety. Now, I remember one time years ago, I was really, really, really scared about something to the point where it was causing um, panic, where I was actually having panic attacks. And instead of succumbing to the, to the panic, I called a friend and I said, I need to come over and I need to do energy work on you. I need to give you the gift of energy work. I'm a Reiki master. And uh, she said, sure, come on over. And and so I did. I gave this energy work to my friend for about 40 minutes. And when I was done, because that energy just was, was flowing through me to her, I felt so 100% better. The panic, even the anxiety was 100% gone. And so, you know, again, moving that energy is so important and giving to others can really decrease that anxious feeling for you. So if you're in a situation where you're feeling very anxious about something, get out of yourself. Go do something for someone else. It is amazing. And if you're in a situation where you are really, really stuck in a rut, one of the first things I tell my clients when they come to me with that problem is to get involved in a charity. Get involved in some sort of giving back activity that will feel good to you, gets you out of yourself, and performs miracles for you. So, okay, so we have a uh, professor of psychology at the University of California, Riverside, who says that people who engage in acts of kindness become happier over time. Because when you're kind to others, you feel good as a person. You you feel um, like your your morals are strong, that you're in integrity with with your values. You feel more optimistic. You feel more positive. And I would add to that to uh, her statement. Her name is Sonia. Oh boy, Leiben Ph.D. I would add to that that um, it helps to it helps to elevate your energy it helps to elevate your subtle energies and uh and that is really really important okay so she has studied this this uh doctor has studied happiness for 20 years and her research finds that performing other positive acts once a week led to an increased happiness factor so wow <laughs> I think, okay, I I have a challenge for you, and I'm going to do this too. I'm going to carry around, well, I have my iPhone, so I have my notes, okay? So if you're not into smartphones, then, you know, carry around a little pad of paper in your car. And every time you do or say something nice to somebody, I'd like you to just place a little tick mark or make a note of it or put a little smiley face on that pad of paper and study for one week. Now, we're going to go through a list of thoughts and ideas later in the show of things you can do to to get into this pay it forward movement. But I'll bet you that if you count the nice things that you do for others, that you're going to be surprised at how much 
you do. So performing positive acts once a week led to most, more happiness. Well, I'll tell you what. You have to recognize that you're doing it in order to experience the happiness yourself, right? If you do things and you diminish them, just like we are talking about receiving gifts, if you hold the door open for somebody or you let somebody in the grocery line go ahead of you or whatever it is, don't diminish the significance of it. Give yourself a little pat on the back and no, that's not egotistical. I'm just saying that you need to appreciate what you're giving in order to benefit from it and we all deserve to benefit from our own kindness okay remember it's that circle of reciprocity and you know the universal law of circulation so it's important all right so wow once a week i think we do far more than that now according to dr david hamilton acts of kindness create an emotional warmth which releases a hormone known as oxytocin. Wow, pay for that stuff, right? Oxytocin causes the release of a chemical called nitric oxide, which dilates the blood vessels. This, in turn, reduces blood pressure, and therefore, oxytocin is known as the cardioprotective hormone. Who couldn't use more of that? Okay, this protects the heart by lowering blood pressure, being kind can actually help you to reduce your blood pressure. Hello. I mean, really, anybody can, can use a little more oxytocin in their system, right? So, hey, notice when you're kind. Take in the feelings. That's an important part of this that I think that a lot of these researchers are missing is the fact that not only do you need to perform the acts of kindness, but you need to stand in the presence of those acts of kindness and take in the feeling. Acknowledge how you feel. Acknowledge what it's doing for you. Bask in that feeling for a little while because it is that experience that raises our vibration, that raises our energy, that will help us to become healthier. It will help us to become more active and, and more proactive and more productive and healthier and happier all around. So bask in those moments. Talk about it. Not brag, but talk about it. Talk about the feeling that it gave you. Not so much that you perform the act, but that it gave you a certain feeling. Bask in it. I think that's really important. So now we have a 205 study from Hebrew University in Israel, and they found a link between kindness and a gene that releases dopamine. So very, very um, similar to the oxytocin, dopamine is another really feel-good neurotransmitter, right? And when dopamine is released and exercise releases these feel-good neurotransmitters too, when dopamine is released again, if you know how to energetically expand on that, the benefits are just abundant. Okay, so again, step into it, bask in it. Now, research in 1991 by Alan Lux, he wrote The Healing Power of Doing Good found that helpers reported a distinct physical sensation when being kind. Many reported feeling more energetic, some warm, some calmer. And remember that warmth again, um, referred here to here by a whole different researcher at a whole different time that releases that oxytocin. 
it comes up here too. Um, they reported feeling calmer and greater self-worth. He considers this a phenomenon and he calls it the helper's high. I love that. So that's Alan Lux, L-U-K-S, uh, the power of doing good. So now we have um, the uh, researcher Stephen Post. He's of Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine. And he serves, get this, I love this, I love this. He serves as the president of the Institute for Research on Unlimited Love. <laughs> There's an institute, institute for Research on Unlimited Love. Don't you just want to know more about that? I'm going to be looking that up. And Unlimited Love uh, Institute conducts and funds research on altruism, compassion, and service. Very cool. So Stephen Post's research shows that when we give of ourselves, especially if we start very young, everything from life satisfaction to self-realization and physical health is significantly improved. And get this, mortality is delayed. Woohoo! You're going to live longer, baby. Nice. Depression is reduced and well-being and good fortune are increased. You got to love that. And he said it's especially when we start young. So we have Monica Advani, who's the director and owner of a global Montessori preschool. And Monica teaches kindness to the children at the school beginning at this very young age because she believes that as well. Whenever she notices one child doing a random act of kindness to another, sharing their toys, helping them when, they're, when they fall down, you know, these kinds of things, she writes it down in her little kindness book. I love that, a kindness book. And then later, she reads that aloud and she thanks those children involved with a positive action. And she feels that this really motivates and inspires the other children to do the same. So that, oh my gosh, wouldn't you just love to spend a, a day in Monica's preschool watching all these wonderful little random acts of kindness by by two to four-year-olds or one to four-year-olds or whatever? I don't know. I mean, my goodness, that would just be so, so wonderful. So when we come back from this break, we're going to um, talk to you. I'm going to give you a really cool example how an act of kindness led to the significant growth of a very, very small company and how, you know, this can be really reflected in your business as well. These random acts of kindness and being kind and accepting kindness can really show in your company's growth. So you entrepreneurs out there want to stay tuned in tune i'm going to leave you with this little quote before we go into this break it's no i'm not i'll give it to you when we come back unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. 
Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose. Insights with heart. The WooHoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world. From your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. Using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature Soul Sense system, Anne offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and spiritual consciousness. Every week on Spark Your Soul Radio, Anne takes you on a journey into the heart of your soul sense. There, she helps translate your energy, essence, and soul truth knowing into positive action and change. From this space of personal awakening and transformation, you're able to reignite your spirit, spark your soul, and live in alignment with your vision and values. Ready to spark your soul? Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player. Got a question for Anne? Want to be a guest on her show? Visit sparkyoursoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Wow, those breaks are coming faster than I can uh, anticipate them. I love it. That means I'm having a good time, and I hope you are too. So I wanted to I wanted to recite this quote by just my my favorite quote provider, Ralph Waldo Emerson. Just love. I mean, if you ever need a good inspirational quote, just go straight to the source because this guy was it. In the order of nature, we cannot render benefits to those from whom we receive them. Or only seldom. But the benefit we receive must be rendered again, line for line, deed for deed, cent for cent to somebody. So there it is. It's all about that reciprocity again, all about that giving and receiving circle. Um, It's just the order of nature. In the order of nature, he says, it is um, natural for us to do this. So remember that. So business. Okay. People don't recognize that so much business can be generated from positive deeds and actions. Business is all about relationship building, right? And uh, even, gosh, how many, how many like people do you know out there, business owners out there, that you can always turn to for help? You can always turn to for a great resource. You can always turn to them for um, a few words of advice or some inspirational thoughts. You know, those people 
build their businesses. Here's here's case in point. This was in 1999, but it's just such a great story. The insurance company Aflac, right? We all know Aflac, right? <laughs> okay, approached Kaplan Thayer's tiny firm and asked it to pitch an idea for an ad campaign. When Kaplan asked how they found out about her, it turned out that she had been twice referred, two times, not once but twice, by influential people who had said she'd been kind to them by taking time to give them some free advice over lunch. Kaplan Thayer won the lucrative contract and the Affleck goose, oh, I thought it was a duck, oh, yeah, okay, whoever, uh, has since been a television sensation. Kaplan Thayer's firm now has, okay, so this was 1999, now has 700 employees and accounts around the globe. Wow. Because she was out there being generous with her time. That's it. She was being kind. She was being an expert who wasn't afraid to share what she knew. And look what happened. And it's also really important to be nice to your employees, okay? The truth is that no one wants to work in a hostile environment or for a crabby boss. Remember that. When people enjoy where they work and feel trusted and appreciated for their efforts, they become more engaged in a productive way. And in turn, that leads to, of course, better results, better interactions with everyone from coworkers to customers. It's also easier to recruit new superstars while keeping your existing stars on board through lower turnover. So this culture of kindness. Now, remember, remember, don't confuse kindness with being a doormat, okay? You can still have rules. You can still have structure in place. It doesn't mean that you say yes to every request. It means you say no kindly. It means you take in consideration how other people feel and you treat them as human beings. Okay, so please don't make that um, mistake. Okay, so, so yes, business is about building relationships. And the best way to build relationships is to be kind and show interest in and compassion for the people you work with and you interact with and just the people out there. Ultimately, that's how you build trust, which is the single most important factor in business and, of course, in life. All relationships are built on trust. And so that's how Kaplan Thayer grew her firm. Imagine, 702 employees. That's Huge, especially in that industry. Oh, my goodness. So begin, teach your children, teach them young, and help them get into this routine. Now, my parents were kind people, but I don't know that I was necessarily taught kindness beyond saying please and thank you. And I think that that's where it ends for a lot of parents, especially in that era. Um, When I was a kid, though, I didn't even know I was engaged in an act of kindness that would benefit me in the long run. When, when I made my little coupon books is what I called them. And I made these little books by hand for the people I loved. And basically, I took, I took a few pieces of paper and cut them into smaller pieces and stapled them in the center so it looked like a little, a little book. And I drew pictures on the pages and I would give them away for special occasions like birthdays and Christmas and such. And and sometimes I was known to give them away just because. And they would range anywhere from three to like 15 pages. And each page was a coupon. 
And they'd include, depending on my age, but they included things like babysitting or shoulder rubs or foot rub or doing chores or baking chocolate chip cookies, you know, and and the people I gave them to could turn into coupons whenever they desired that act of kindness. And as I got older, I started doing, I continued doing this, only, you know, it went to the computer, right? And I haven't done it in a couple of years, but I think it'd be a fun thing to do again. So I have this beautiful little coupon book that I have inserted fun graphics in and such, and I still do it. And, it, and you know, it still feels good. I want to get back to that. So, you know, as a child, help your kid pick up, pick up little habits of that, being aware of of what helps other people feel better. My sister-in-law taught me the importance of, for certain people anyway, of, of wrapping presents as an art. Her gifts were, her gift wrapping were gifts. I mean, it was incredible. And so I took that on. And I'll tell you, it has just brightened the lives of so many people. So be attentive wherever you are for opportunities to help somebody. Perhaps you have an elderly or disabled neighbor who's too proud to ask for help with their yard. Get out there and mow their lawn. You might see somebody in a restaurant and pay for their meal. You can change people's attitudes about the world through your unobtrusive acts of kindness. So be thoughtful. Random acts of kindness can be shown through thoughtfulness about the needs of others. How many times do you wish someone could have been more thoughtful before they said or did something? When, when I'm about to say something to someone else and I'm not sure about it, the way I test it is I imagine myself in their position. And I, I say, okay, flip the tables. How would I feel being told this in these words? And I'll tell you, there are still times, as skilled as I am at this, there are still times when I say, oh, my goodness, I'm so glad I didn't say that. So when you're out there, Put others first when you can, not to the not to the exclusion of your own self worth. Be careful with that. But you know, in a grocery checkout line, if there's somebody with a few items behind you, or you've got a lot of time, even if they have a lot of items, that'd surprise them. Let them go first. When you're stuck at a traffic light, the the last thing you want to do is let let a car get in front of you, right? But remember, somebody had to let you in. So repay the, f- the favor when, when you're coming up to that traffic light and people have to merge lanes. I always let them in. Just let them in. It's no skin off your nose. Hand out compliments generously. You know, even to stranger, you know that awkward time when you're, you're stuck in an elevator, you're waiting, you know, in line with a stranger or something at that grocery store, whatever, instead of staring at the floor, Find something to like about the other person and compliment them. Okay? Say something nice. It'll make them feel so good. And it may just create another relationship for you. Okay? Surprise somebody by telling them how how lovely they look. And not just the physical appearance, but, oh, your, your smile is so pretty, you know, or your eyes just look really sparkly today. Tell somebody how clever they are how smart they are, what they mean to you. Um, Of course, you know, you always want to praise your children or handwritten notes to friends and family members to tell them how much you care. Why not call up a friend uh, or someone you know that's going through a little bit of a rough patch and offer some emotional support? And, you know, don't assume. Just say, just let them know that you're you're there for them and then ask them, what can I do? 
Okay. Unless it's in a time of significant grief. Like when I lost my husband, there were a handful of people who took charge and just came in and did for me. And I can't tell you how much that meant. So donate, donate to charity, not just money. You know, look for the things that you have around the house that you no longer need. This is a great opportunity for your kids to evaluate what they do and don't need and to give to strangers. Always assisting others in need is a great way to pay it forward. I remember a time when um, when my kids were small, we did a sort of a Meals on Wheels, but it was a special Thanksgiving thing where we took donations of turkeys and such uh, to homes of people who did not have the means to provide a holiday meal to their family. And I had my kids do that. And I remember one time we walked into an apartment, and the woman had some really lovely things, some really lovely furniture. And uh, she and her little son, he was probably four, were dressed beautifully. And my girls, who are twins, and they were probably about eight at the time, said, Mommy, that lady's not poor. Why does she get free stuff? And I said, Never judge a book by its cover. You don't know where that woman came from. Maybe she was wealthy. And she bought all those things, and then her husband died like daddy died, you know, or maybe she went through a divorce, and and her husband didn't give her much. You just don't know. Maybe she lost her job, and she couldn't live like that anymore. So that was such a significant learning for my children. So get your kids involved. Just think about all of the opportunities to give, and that they don't all include money. I think that that's one of the most important takeaways here is that you can't use money as an excuse because kindness, you know, money just, you know, just comes in every now and again. So I hope that this, you know, I don't think any of this was profound information for you today, but I hope that it was um, sort of something that may have awakened a need and a desire in you to go out and just be really, 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 really nice and to pay attention and to receive and to feel good about yourself and about others and that that'll keep coming back. This is Marla Tabaka. I have so enjoyed being here with you today as always and I look forward to seeing you again on The Million Dollar Mindset next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if